0: Don't make it matter, got good things, got you, hoops, and everything, get back, never get back too soon. Are you lonely? Are you there when I'm not in the room? Are you only, only a part of this when you choose?
1: Hello and welcome to the Point of Difference podcast. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace Crew and Tolu Cola owner, Matt Ricks. Carnage is an overused term in supercoach world, but there is no other way to describe round 27, 2023. Seven teams resting all their players, injuries, suspension, teams with six players ready to go this week. It is absolute carnage. To deal with the carnage and for our last episode of the year, we've decided we needed to bring in the big guns. And when I say the big guns, I mean everyone. We've got a five man pod tonight, all the NRL Pod Pod contributors. It's going to be a big one. And a big, big welcome first up to former contributor leader of the pod. He's now sitting on his lowest rank of the year. It's host, it's our coach of CMAX Shark Attack, Chris. Chris, welcome to the Pod Pod ah oh, geez
2: i'm very very grateful we'll be caught out first because that's about the only thing i'm bleeding at the moment thank you very much i could see dan very upset about not getting rolled out on the red carpet straight up
1: he's but all yeah, right yeah He'll live.
2: you alluded to it what a week this is going to be like if you can field 17 this week you're a genius or lucky yeah
1: more than likely <laughs> yeah it's um I was having a think today, Chris, about how, like, I, I can't wait to hear the overreaction and that, that they need to rip Supercoach up and start again. But um, I feel like this is just something you just got to deal with. And if you were well prepared with trades left and, um, and that was your strategy, then, then you're going to be well rewarded with, you know, maybe two or three extra players this week.
2: Oh definitely. I've had I've had many a conversation like that um this afternoon with mates blowing up deluxe. How can they do this? They need to, <laughs> you know, they, they need to have a week off like the AFL. All these things are being thrown up. But you're exactly right. If you're if you were uh, smart enough to save some trades during the year, then um look, I still don't know if you'd be able to fit um, Phil seventeen, but you're definitely in a better position than most, that's for sure.
1: One man who's not in a better position than most is coach of Casabonitas and 2014 third place finisher. It's coach of uh, Casabonitas. I mentioned Dan. Dan, welcome back to the PodPod. Pod.
3: Yeah, thanks, Matty. It's been a few weeks. Uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, not looking good this week. I think I've got eleven rolling out, potentially ten. Manu out. Glad uh, I checked out a super coach last weekend, actually. Otherwise, I would have been would have been pretty annoyed. But, uh, what was
1: the... What was the nail in the coffin? Was it Johnny Bateman being out out of nowhere or was it Nathan Cleary not resting?
3: Oh, yeah. I, d- I only realised <laughs> just before that Cleary was named and obviously being an SJ Hines earner, it's uh, pretty hard to take that, particularly with those unicorn points last week. I still don't know how he got the tri-assist for that uh, try. He was about three passes back for. But, yeah, look, it's uh, I'm, I'm just riding home people like the Podfather Uh, people like tubes having his best year ever wanted to see him do really well thought I thought I would catch him in the end but uh, hopefully they can both be top thousand and uh, yeah go from there
1: it's a pretty rare occurrence that me and my next guest are on the same pod he's the backup host of the pod pod he's pushing for promotion in 2024 coach Nico hindsight it's a Jono Jono welcome to the pod
0: G'day, Matty. Uh, hoping things are a little bit less tense between us tonight. Last time, I know you nah, felt a little we'll bit right, threatened mate. by my presence, but uh, <laughs> it's good. You've obviously had a good week. You're here and you're hosting. So you normally have the week off if it's a bad week, which is there's been a few of those this week. So it's just nice to see you here and feeling up and about, mate.
1: Thanks, mate. Big ups to Dan too because it would have been easy for Dan to, to just not turn up tonight after his thousand or whatever it was on the weekend. <laughs> but he's a, he's a better man than I because you're exactly right. If that was me, I wouldn't be here. Um, very pleased to say that I am though, and another man who's had he had a decent week, but not decent enough to um, retain the overall NRL PodPod Pod contributor leader leadership. Uh, it's second place NRL PodPod Pod contributor, Tubes Tubes. Welcome back to the PodPod.
4: Pod. Yeah, get Matt. Uh, a nice little just mention of second place, uh, but there's still a week to go, so I wouldn't be cheering too much just yet. I'm not I'm not sure how many. You got playing this weekend, but I think Corey Hawesbrough just getting found guilty is not going to help your chances. So it's, it's still not. going to be a tight run race to the finish.
1: How many are you running out tubes there? this week? 16. Is that like with yeah. Howarth?
4: Uh, with Howarth, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, 17 well, that's, with
4: Manu. It's
3: good numbers, great numbers. Oh, seventeen
1: so, 17 with Manu.
4: Yeah. So I think uh, hopefully... Hopefully, uh, it's time to turn the tables. You, surely, the, you don't have two trades to to bring in cooler and drink water to to help you kick along this weekend.
1: No, no. Well, that's a, that, I mean, that's a good good segue into our recap from last week. Um, the Terrace crew scored uh, a, a solid 1,365, uh, which was good enough to take us to eleven 1, hundred and sixty overall. Uh, That's my highest position of the season. So feeling very chuffed about that. Um, I mentioned Dan had a tough week. We don't have to go in over that. Um, Chris. Thanks. Chris. (laughs) 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 Try to do your (laughs) favour. I'm trying to remember what you guys want. Chris, how did your week go? Uh,
2: 11:42. wasn't great. It was it was good enough to win one of my head-to-head cash leagues, which I was very pleased with, but um, not not the other. But um, no, nah. look, 11:42. I'm just
1: clinging on. Geez, tubes. Just looking at your side, like you you could have been right in there if the Warriors had just decided to play their second raiders like Dallin and and um and Wade Egan.
4: Honestly, what a joke! Like, as in in all seriousness, like I get resting S J and chance. But like Dallin Watani Lizalesniak, he literally he runs he runs hundred meters a game. All he needs to do is dive and put the ball down. He doesn't need a rest.
1: Maybe, Maybe they thought that it would it would ruin his his mojo not having chance inside him to run off to just stroll over in the corner and you know these, no, these spectacular know. dives.
4: Wade Egan could have just put in forty minutes for us as well on the weekend, but yeah, bit of a bit it's of a disaster. Just um, got to get his Jerry
3: Kills. Jerry Kills right.
4: I've got on. a, I've got a few sneaky pods. I'm happy with Cam Murray's back. Um, uh, Papali'i's hopefully coming good. Sele. So there's a there's a few in there that I'm I'm, I'm really <laughs> really <good>. um, <laughs> even Matt, Schuster's
1: Matt, lurking in the reserves, isn't he? Matt Matt,
4: Matt Timoko is is going to be the big. Is, this is going to be his week to shine. I think against the Sharks right edge, left edge for the Sharks. Sorry.
1: John, how did uh, your round 26 shape up?
0: Uh, went okay, similar to similar to C Mac. I got 1170 odd. I had the, the C on Joey Manu, which obviously did not pay off at all. I was tossing up him and him and Ponger, so it cost myself 100 points there by going Joey. But uh, that's all right. That's st- that stuff happens in SuperCoach.
1: It does. That was a brutal call. Like I was tossing up between Drinky and um and Manu for captain and. I think you you were the one who really were forceful there, John. said if I had I'm captain Emani, but if I had Drinky, I'd be captain him for sure. And yeah, hundred uh, percent. Friday night against the Finns. Um, I'd like. There's been some very big captain scores against the Finns this year. It's been it's been a good strategy. Generally, um, we got a huge show tonight, so it's obviously one week to go, and no one's got any trades, so we won't talk too much about trade options. Uh, for those with a trade left, we might give our, our best target. Um, individual target for the week. We've Got captains, vice captains, um, and then we're going to go into a little bit of a season review and, a, and awards. We're going to go for each of the contributors' best and worst trade for the season. Uh, we're going to go do the 2023 awards, uh, also known as the the potties, um, the potties. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we'll round out the show with the uh the the spin the spinny wheel for our mailbag bloodstock. Tubes' mailbag prize, 2.5% in a horse. And uh, I was on a deco from the mailbag today and he given given whoever wins this, a, 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 it's going to be amazing, two sensational horses that they get to take their pick on. So looking forward to seeing them pick the wrong one there. Um, but we've got a great list of uh, people who've, who have brought in questions and uh, looking forward to seeing who wins that. Uh all right, let's get uh, Dan before we before we finish this up. Do you want to just um, before we finish the intro up? Do you just want to give a uh, quick update on the end of season Queenstown? Is that is that it? Are we done? I
3: mean, I, I mean, we're done. What are we? seven hundred and seventy <laughs> points behind. <laughs> you and me, We've we're been done. done. We've been done for a long time. Yeah. Uh, What's, I think Tubes and Dad have a commanding lead now. The podfather, Tubes has had his best year. The podfather's had his best year. It's just, yeah, well, well done to them. I think, I think what is it, 500 points in front? So it's uh, look, it's going to take a lot to beat them, especially with both of them having 16, 17 players this week. Um, yeah, well done. Thoroughly commanded. deserved victory.
4: Yeah, Very well done. It, 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 it's over. I mean, the podfather, probably worth mentioning, he's still... What is he coming? One hundred forty second. Mm. One hundred forty second overall. He had another twelve ninety on the weekend.
1: I can't um, believe he went down.
3: I was, just, I was just checking the um, the chairman's group overall, and the Podfather is still a chance to win his own prize. So that uh, I, I don't know. Should we should we clarify for the viewers if if the Podfather wins overall in the in the chairman's lounge group? Does uh does it go ah, to the tice or just ah, to wins. he just wins. All. yeah, yeah. He, well, he's doing
1: it. Save save himself. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be very pleased he doesn't have to go out to the races that day.
3: <laughs> 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 well, uh, good luck, Podfair. Just
1: just on the on the chairman's group though, um we've got a new leader, don't we? No, sorry, Craig, no. coach of Birdman's Bullets. Um uh, sorry, we do have a new second place overall in that. It's two goals, one cup. Uh, Jacob, he's up to 90th overall, uh, but he's about 80, no, 75 points behind Craig. So all to play for in the Pod Pod chairman's group this week. And uh, we'll get on, to, we'll try to get on to whoever wins that. Um, hopefully we can find them like we found Jared last year. All right, guys, let's get into it now. Um as I said, has anyone got any trades in this pod? No, no, no. Dan and Dom, no. Dan and Tubes, no. Oh, Dan, can, Dan can, I, and can
4: I tell? R- can I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quickly just tell a story because I got a confession to make. I sat here on the pod last week and genuinely all week was talking about what trade I was going to make and the fact <laughs> that I had a trade and, <laughs> and I was and I, and I had all these plans like I was going go, um, to go Latrell to. And I went to look at making the trade once we found out Nico was out, and I didn't have a trade left. And I honestly thought I had a trade, so I was completely out. And I was going to bring in Reese Walsh for Latrell. So I mean, oh, no. honestly. And and so I feel like I've just like I felt gutted all weekend after that. Like I just had gone down 130 points for this trade that I never even had. So no, I don't have any trades left. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I honestly just had in my mind I had a trade, but I ran out a week ago, two weeks so ago. So when you when you well,
1: executed that final trade, you didn't realize it was your final trade?
4: Yeah. Yeah. My final trade of the year was for DWZ, and I swear I thought I had three at the time. Anyway. Didn't you bring DWZ about a month ago? Uh, a couple of weeks back or something. <laughs> yeah.
3: Anyway.
1: Um, yeah, so best for those out there, the listeners out there with a trade, uh, just wanted to canvas opinion of the group for uh, best trade target of the week, and I'm just going to go around the grounds um, according to my screen. Start with you, Chris. Yeah, if I had a trade, I'd be going
2: Calen Ponger out, Ryan Pappenhausen in against the reserve grade Broncos Thursday night against, uh, I guess, yeah, Thursday night against Broncos. I reckon um, from what I've seen and heard, I reckon Pappy uh, might go all right. So that would be my trade if I had one. And a vice captain option too, big time.
1: Yeah, I, I, don't know if I could do it. I mean, why not?
4: I don't
3: he know. He's, He's kicking goals. Fresh. He's yeah. playing fullback.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll, I'll 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 reserve judgment till I hear the other options, Dan. Oh, it's me.
3: Okay. Uh, I'll just get <laughs> a oh, jeez. I was just having a look at some of the teams here. I think it you know, uh, might be something. I think I think probably Jermaine Osaka for the Dolphins against. Against the Warriors, who have no one in uh, at home, finish it off, kick it off in style. Uh, sneaky little shout out to um, the Hammer as well. He, he might get a big score back at fullback this week. So, yeah, one one of the Dolphins boys.
1: Yeah, so I I agree with you on Asako. He's going for top try scorer and top point scorer. Should win both. Um, that's basically all they got to play for. So. Be very surprised if he doesn't get over for, for a meat pie. Funny story about Jermaine Isarko. Um, One of the boys at my work, uh, shout out to uh, Tony the T bomber, um, he said to me before the season started, he said, What do you reckon about Jermaine Asako, top point scorer at 100 to 1? One? And I just replied to him and said, He's millions. <laughs> 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 and he, he, he didn't back him. <laughs> oh, uh, so. Don't think I haven't heard about that every week. Um, <laughs> so good luck uh, good luck to young Jermaine on the weekend. And I agree with you, Dan. I reckon he's the best purchase of the week. Jono.
0: He was the best purchase until I mentioned this man. Uh, Lockie Miller playing fullback for the Knights against the Dragons. Uh, huge work rate. Knights still have a decent side, at least comparable to the Dragons. And I think he could just come on. His last game in the NRL before he goes overseas. I could see a big Lockie Miller score this weekend.
1: The human pinball. Lockie Miller. Mm. I like uh, goals, he's, he's as well.
0: goals too. Where's goals.
1: he going? Who'd he sign for? Super League. Uh, I don't know, it's a...
0: They're all the same to me. But
1: Gee, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um fleeting NRL career, Lockie, but I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, me and Teddy. <laughs> Poor man's <Yeah>. Teddy. <laughs> Poor man's Aldi <laughs> <laughs> Teddy. Uh, tubes, who's your buy in of the week?
4: <sighs> On a, like, I I I like Pappy. Like I'd be going Pappy because I feel like he's potentially a real big pod. No one owns him. Like <laughs> Asako, there's people that own him. Um, I don't mind Lockie Miller as well as a shout. If you if you made me pick one out of those, then I'd probably go uh, Joseph Suwali um, for the Roosters on the wing.
0: Can I say no Most- problem with Pappy? Sorry, Matt. No, Just you're hosting, not. Someone stepping in to fill the void. <laughs> um, the, the only thing I'd say with Pappy is can anyone afford him? Even if you had a trade, can you it's get him? Yeah, if you got, got Ponga, if you've got Ponga. Yeah, either. okay. Mm. Ponga Shaked straight down. to Pappy. Fair. Yeah.
1: That's Good why call. I like
4: it so much.
1: Mm. Yeah. So uh, Ryan Pappenhausen is currently the 10th most traded in player in the top 1%. 30 teams have bought him in only. Uh, the most traded in player in the top 1% is a just from Drinky. So um, and a big shout out to all, to the 86 teams in the top 1% who have brought Reese Walsh in. Um, time for reverse trades there, gentlemen. Dan?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say a shout out to uh, Maju, might be a man. A lot of people have him, but he'll be very good this weekend. Um, I think he comes up against Ravala on that right wing. Uh he, he could be in for a for a mozza.
1: That'll be just a throw about that game, surely. Um should be some very should be some interesting watching this weekend. The top scorer could just be someone completely random, like a Ravalawa or um, you know, Kyle Felt, something like that. Jason,
3: Jason Saab.
1: Cool last Sub Sub Saab, Saab scored two tries for 44 on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, cooler again would be nice. Right, um, I, I don't think oh, he's. I don't because Twiz Dan took my Sarko, Like, I think cooler is a pretty good buy option. Um, <laughs> playing fullback against the Tigers this week, uh, best fixture of the round for any team. And I don't know if you, any of you guys saw it, but geez, he looked awesome. I know I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He
4: looked good. Um, the other, the other honourable mention for anyone that owns SJ would be um, Cherry. Cherry Potty Evans. He's like he, Yeah he's, he's a pretty good The pod
1: player. father was so keen on Cherry Evans last week he just he couldn't make it work because he it's actually it's worked out fine because he he keeps Hines for this week but yeah he's he just him and him and Cooler just was a masterclass. Ola Kawatu looked good too as a sneaky pod, but I don't think I think he's a bit of a run below the rest of the names we mentioned.
0: What about Andrew King? Put him in the circuit, put him somewhere. Too good for this game. Well, the juggler, the juggler's come out at Brookie. All right.
1: Uh, next is captains and vice captains for the week. Probably the most important decision for most super coaches listening. Um, we'll go in reverse order this time. Tubes, your captains and vice captain options.
4: Wouldn't reverse order be you going first, Matt? Because I'm, uh, I'm, just, the just, I'm just the host. I'm just the
1: host. I can chime
4: in whenever I like. I'm just going to go the opposite to you. So that, that's my plan is, is I'm making up, I'm making up. No, nah, but I think I'll probably be um, putting the VC on someone real random, um, like a uh, Billy Smith um, and someone earlier in the round, but then I'll be putting the C on... um. David Fafita on Sunday afternoon wow. against the dogs. I like, I like that. I got to consider Fafita a little bit. I reckon yeah. you're keeping
1: that pretty. I reckon you're keeping that pretty close to your chest tubes. Who my VC is? Just VC and C. I reckon <laughs> that could change come game there's time. No way,
3: there's
1: no way that stays the same. <laughs> <for> the <weekend. laughs> we'll see. Fafita's a good <laughs> option though. <laughs> We'll see. Fafit is a good option. I'm (laughs) already captaining him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, I'll go. Um, I'm probably going to go. Oh, geez, I think cooler. It's a toss up for VC between Cooler and Asako. I I don't think I'd feel very comfortable captaining either of them. Um, And then for captain, I think it's a toss up again between Cleary and Hines. I'd be interested in your guys' take, um, Dan, particularly on Cleary v Hines, captain.
3: I hadn't thought about Cleary as in playing; him, because he's not in the side. I would go Hines. I think what is a Sunday day game? Raiders going to be depleted. They're coming off a bat a, a loss on the weekend. That Ricky's fuming. And everyone's just just down in the dumps and. I don't know about this injury to Hines, but I I would suggest if there was any doubt, he'd be resting again this week. So uh, yeah, as long as he's not a laid out, I'd, I'd be going on Hines.
1: Physio question there, Dan. Like it's a quad, so he's had a quad strain. Is that like a reoccurrence issue for him? Like could could the could he um, re injure that during the game? Is that like is there a higher occurrence rate?
3: Yeah, there is. If it's if it's an actual strain, like if it's a low grade strain, it's it's a a risk of redoing it again. But he could have he could have just taken like a bump, like a bit of a corky at at training, Uh, and that could have been why the reason he's out. And if that's the case, then he'll be one hundred percent no worries. But if it's an actual strain, there is a slight risk he could re aggravate it. Uh, Or say they they pull him early if he's if he's tightening up a little bit. Uh, but I'd suggest the one one week turnaround, I don't know if it's, it would be an actual strain or not.
1: I think that's pretty important then, because if it is a strain, then I don't think you can captain him. But if it's a if it's a corky, then yeah. you probably can. It,
3: it Chris, depends. like I'm, I'm,
1: I've skipped you, John. I'm saving you to last, Chris. Yep, yeah, um, tough, pretty slim piggies in my
2: team this week. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> it's uh vC I'm, I'm uh I'm bucking the trend on the bunnies I think uh, Cody Walker is going to have a big night out against the roosters it's um he's got a pretty good record against the roosters as do the bunnies of late so I'm hoping Cody goes uh goes nuclear on Friday night out there at acor and um, he will be the VC for my team and I will yeah I'm, I'm, I'm again like you boys tossing out between the halfbacks. Um, Cleary or Hines. At the moment, I'm leaning towards Hines. I just like that day game fixture at Shark Park. Um, and you know, I've I've captained Hines most of the season, so I might stick to, true to Nico. So that's probably where I'm at.
4: Yeah, very
1: good. Um, Jono, where's your head uh, for the 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 blue and the
0: uh, orange arm band? I will definitely be putting it on Cookie personally. Um, wow. I, I I have Teddy, and I know that that's the better option than Cookie, but that Rabbitohs Roosters game, I cannot bring myself to be cheering on a Roosters player. I'm death riding the Roosters, so I can't do it. So I'm going Cookie because I'm going this week. I've got like ten players anyway. Uh, <laughs> if I had Drinky, <laughs> if I had Drinky, I'd 100 be chucking the VC on really Nico. against Pedro. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's Drinky VC. Take take a gamble on it because you know how big he can go. Uh, and then my captain would be on Nico. But if there's any whispers of him being hurt, I'd go for feeder as well. And, Matt, you know that Tubes is going VC drinking. Uh, you know he's doing it. You've got to match him. There's <laughs> no way I'm,
1: no I'm matching. You know I only optimise cool. for the most amount of ports. I don't like going head-to-head against anyone. I'm just trying to score the, mo- the maximal, maximum amount of points. Can everyone except for Tubes give me their thoughts on a Sarko versus Cooler as a vice-captain option, starting with you, Jono? Uh,
0: I'd go Cooler, mate. Go the hot hand. I think uh, I just I like his form. I like how active he is at the back when he's, when he's playing fullback, gets his hands on the ball. And I think there's a chance that Osako could have a game where he gets 30, whereas I can't see Cooler going for less than 50 to 60. Beauty.
4: Matt, I'm not going to give my opinion on that, but can we stop this little hot wheel thing you got going on here? It feels like we're going to be here for three hours if you just keep passing to each of us to speak for two minutes at a time. Yeah, no. I don't, I haven't even had
3: my captains yet. What's us go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like <laughs> if this is if this is a bit of an audition, maybe we need to pull up at half time and then Jono hosts the second half of the pod. And then Dan. We get the listeners to decide. Oh, yeah, we can, the we can get the listeners. We can get the that's
1: fine with me. We can get the listeners to decide who will be the number one host in 2024. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind that, tubes. Let's just finish this segment, hey, before we get to that. Um <laughs> Dan, gimme who you like out of cooler and a Sarko, <laughs> then give me your captains. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I like Osaka. I didn't see the game on the weekend, so I don't know what cool is, cool is like. I do, I do like him as a rugby league player, Cooler, but I didn't look at it. Saw the score, but didn't didn't really uh, get an eye test for the weekend. So Osaka, uh, but yeah, a couple of outs this week, and I might might not be able to field a VC this week. Um, but I'll go.
1: Got me. <laughs> I'll go. If you could
3: feel the VC uh I think uh Grevy Boy Marju, probably VC, um, on the Saturday. And then uh, I did I did like Fafita as well. Tube's throwing him out there. Uh yeah, I, I think Heinz and Fafita are both both great options. So any doubt around Heinz, I'll be chucking off Fafita.
1: Very good. Um. All right, I think that's half time. so we might just give it a quick pause there and we'll come back with Jono uh, taking over the pod. <laughs> we are back from our halftime break and uh, very um, disappointed to report that I am still hosting the pod. Uh, Jono, you've pulled up with a slight quad strain there at half halftime. Uh, all good in a, on
0: that left leg? Mate, just happy to sit on the band side. I don't want to come yeah. in the biggest game of the year and take the armband off you, mate.
1: Good, good, and just confirm that you weren't threatened in any way at halftime. There to to to, go back to, the, to stay on the bench.
0: <laughs> if anything, I had to give you a pep talk to send you, send you back on as host. Oh, tubes just destroyed me. <laughs> just, my well, confidence they, was
1: shot.
4: Had,
1: well, had to put well, it. I had well, to pour another glass of red just to come back on.
4: <laughs> we'll get through this next We'll we'll battle through this next couple of segments, Matt, and then we'll have Tubes's mailbag. Yeah, uh, yeah fair enough. Nice. And I'll take over from you and, and all right. the, listeners, the listeners what they want.
1: What a beauty. What a beauty. All right, we're up to um best and worst trade for each contributor of the season. Just a bit of a look back um uh on the season where it all went wrong, where it might have gone right for a little bit. So, uh, we'll start with best trades. Chris, uh what was your best trade of the year?
2: Yeah, I had, a, I had a look back through, and to be honest, there wasn't a great deal that I could find it. I had a pretty mediocre sort of um, uh, trade history when I went back through it. But uh, if I had to it single one a little out. Bit. Yeah, it probably does. Um, but if I had to single one out, it would be a big bad Brian in round 21. I sort of brought him in just before everyone else yeah. jumped on a touch early, and uh, he scored really well for me there for a few weeks. So, um, yeah, Brian Tono. And he's just been so good to watch, apart from, apart from last week, actually. That's his only sort of down week i've I've had as an owner. So, uh, no nah, big bad Brian for the shark attack.
1: Uh, Dan, your your purchase of the season?
3: Yeah, I think it, it comes down to two, but they seem like like most of my year is a bit bit dot ball as well. But uh, Deal Bags, I think I got him just a week earlier than everyone when he got that first time when he'd been having a bit of a bit of a rough time with some forties and fifties. Uh, so, got him early, which was good, and then obviously everyone jumped on board. Uh, same with Reese Walsh, I think picking him up round four and then he, he went on for that massive run of hundreds. Uh it was really good. Uh worst trade in was Oh no, hang uh, on,
1: hang on, we'll come back
3: to worse after. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. So so yeah, probably probably Brown.
4: Okay, but Dylan like Dylan Brown, you got him in round nine. Didn't he like didn't he get suspended like five weeks later?
3: Yeah,
1: oh, that, but he did quite cool, well in between.
3: Yeah. He averaged about, I reckon, 95 plus. For three tonnes,
1: three tonnes plus 53 and
4: 84. It felt just so disappointing because he, he was gone before the, the major buy round, wasn't he, round 16? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His,
3: his last game was round 13. 600, got him in 640K as well. So that was a that was a very good discount on his starting price. And he got back up to the 800s when I sold him. So
4: Yeah, what a beauty.
1: Tubes, just while you're on there, what was your best trade of the year?
3: Um,
4: I think I also – This is an easy one. Ellen Brown at um, round nine as well. I'm just looking at my history. <laughs> he doesn't get uh, a but, mention. <laughs> uh, but mine's, it. mention. But mine comes down to two. I actually brought them in the same week um, and I can't split Ooh, them. Package. Uh, I brought in, in round 13, I brought in uh, Kalen Ponga. At a at a five hundred and eleven thousand um, dollars, which I think turned out pretty well. Um, and I also the same week bought in Scotty Drinkwater for six hundred and forty nine thousand. Both then uh, that was their bottom dollar price, and both crossed the million dollar uh, strip after that. So I had a bit of bit of trouble picking between the two.
1: I think Drinky is the I think the week you brought Drinky in is was the defining moment of the season for a lot of super coaches that brought him in.
4: Yeah, I think you got 111 that week as well. So I think it was a, um, yeah, I think Drinky. Drinky, They've both been drinks, good long term buyers, but
1: the value you got, you couldn't get Drinky. So round 13, oh, this is incredible. 117, 104, 95, 140, 173, 86, 122 through to round 21 that is insane. It's um, and you, insane and you couldn't buy and you couldn't buy him because he was too expensive
4: it shows how bad i am at supercoach that i made those two <laughs> trades and, I saw, and i'm still um, beating you in the top <laughs> was
3: i was just say you'd be a thousand behind the next contributor without drinky
1: yeah uh, that's i think i think we were we were tossing it whether we vote for this choose i think objectively that's the trade of the year Drinky in round 13. uh jono what was your best trade
0: uh, I also brought in Ponga in round 13, and it's not even the best trade anyone made that week. So I'm certainly not into the, the trade of the year. What about on that though, Tubes? I don't know if you remember, coming in round 13, you and I had a chat on the Thursday morning uh, before that round kicked off. I was set on bringing in drinky. You were set in bringing on Ponga. And then by the end of that conversation, you talked me into Ponga and out of drinky. Uh, and I talked you into Drinky, and then you're like, "I'm going to leave Ponga," and then did both. Like, what an incredible week that was! Yeah. Se- the best defining week, wasn't it?
1: The reason you bought in Drinky though, Tubes, was because I'd said on the chat that he's not an option.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, <nah>, Johnny <laughs> talked me into drink water. I, I that I helped though. Right, I ended up basically going both of them. Uh, I think I used a boost that week because I made three trades by the looks of things, and and just decided to get both of them.
1: What was your other trade that
4: week? Uh, cookie, cookie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I got cookie Which that way too. Been too. bad. My trade of the year was, um, I've saved it till late, but <laughs> this man, whose names come up a few times already tonight? Tolu Cola on the weekend. <laughs> twenty six, one hundred and twenty five on the weekend, and most importantly, he's playing this week. Can't be said for a lot of the good trade options last week, so very happy special shout though out though to i traded out sunny luke in round 13 i think or round nine um no round 13 i went luke to Hopgood, and that saved me a lot of headaches but uh warm body sunny luke this week for you chris i know so um good luck to everyone who's held who's held on for the whole season sunny luke you've earned you've earned you've really earned this this number this week Now for worst trades, let's go in reverse order. Uh, so my worst trade was round 14. I traded out Val Holmes um, for – who's Katoa? Oh, that would be Ellie Katoa. Oh, no. No. Holmes to Bueller, which in itself isn't too bad. But then after that, Holmes just went on a ridiculous run. I could have traded Dylan Brown at the same time, but I saved it. Yeah, Um Val went 150, 91, 117, 93 in the four weeks after I traded him out. So that's definitely
0: my worst trade of the year. Uh, Jono, what was your worst trade? I think my worst trade after be round nine when I brought in Dylan Brown. Uh, no, my, my worst trade was uh, <laughs> Keon uh round 17 and then I had to trade him out round 19 because he played Origin and then had to buy 19. So I got him for two trades to get him in and out for one game where he got like a 50-odd. So that was my worst trade of the year.
1: He's really dropped off a cliff, Kuala Matangi. It's, is he actually like – he doesn't look like he's playing good footy at all regardless of supercoach, Jono.
0: No, he's not. He's been really disappointing. I don't know if he's playing hurt or something, but just his his workload and his involvement is way down. Way so, down, yeah. Really disappointing.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, Tubes, worst trade of the year.
0: Yeah, I got a few
4: options as well. Latrell Mitchell hasn't been a great trade. I brought him in at the back end of the season when, when the trades were limited for 800K. Um, the, my other finalist was round ten. I bought in Ravel Awa, uh and then and then if I held him long term wouldn't be too bad. But I traded him out in round fourteen at an average of thirty for the past four rounds oh. before that. Uh, but my winner taking the cake, where well, I don't, don't even remember doing, <laughs> but I do now that I look back on it, was Jerome Luai in round seven. <laughs> I brought him in for one week. <laughs> For Adam Dewey, and then I traded him back out in round eight for 50K less than a 29. <laughs> I don't know if it gets much worse than that. Two trades for Who'd 29 Who did you trade him for? Minus in, for
1: Brown?
3: Yeah,
4: then I've got Dillbags in the week later.
3: Incredible. Uh, I got one injury effect, so Sean Lane, I, I really liked him last year and brought him in early thinking getting ahead of the pack and then Couple of terrible scores and then injured, but I think the big, the season-defining one for me was uh, David Fafita out in round five, I think, so or six when they had the bye So thinking, oh, I'll just flip, I'll flip Fafita, I'll get him back in at some stage, and I think he averaged 110 right. for the next seven rounds or something like That's that. That was a shocker. So that was that was very tough to watch.
1: Dan, you—I mean—that was all. You were very big on the um, buy flipping strategy at the start of the year. With a whole year in review now, do you think that was a, still a viable strategy? And you just kind of made that one mistake that ruined it. Not at all.
3: No, no. Now I think uh, with the with the value of trades back and particularly the last two rounds now, uh, the buy flipping—you just got to take a hit on your players being out for the buy. I think um, it yeah no it's not I don't think it's an option going forward I thought there would be so many trades this year that it would be viable but uh yeah it hasn't turned out to be
1: I think so I wonder what the like the chat will be next year because I think this is like such an extreme case of injury suspension and restings that you think people like might overvalue keeping trades next year like is that a possibility and yeah, that you could no, go and an alternate away from the crowd strategy from in from about just go with 23, the same. 23, well, not so much slip flipping, but
3: team in. So say like bringing not in control, keeping your control. trades. Uh, whereas they're probably trading out a pretty good fullback for him. So I think I'd probably just antipod a lot more and not bring in some of those big guys at the end and then save a few trades for, for a moment like this. So if you've got a Dylan Edwards or a... Um, you know, uh, yeah, Kennedy, that's a good point. someone who's maybe called semi semi premium, uh, just just take on the big guys and maybe save a trade for these exact moments like like this round.
1: Gutho, that's what happened to me. I I I got Cody Walker in for Gagai, which is probably right up there with one of my worst trades. Um, and yeah, like you can you can anti these guys. You know, Jono's famous line: "It's sometimes the moves you don't make are the ones that pay off." And um, I think you're right. I think that's the key takeaway is the uh, – yeah. Chris? Yeah, look, I had down,
2: uh Connolly Lemuelu. Um, I traded him in uh, and Joey Manu out. Um, but Dan Dan's uh, Fafita move in round five pricked my ears because I did exactly the same thing and didn't get him back in until round 20. And that is probably a fairly season-defining thing because if I look over here at my overall position at that point, I was sitting at 126 with the feeder on so that is definitely <laughs> it. Also, shout out to Sony Luke, I had 46 trades this year and wasn't able to make that trade so that's pretty bad in itself. I whinged about <laughs> it every single week and I did not get him out but like you're saying, he's a warm body this weekend so it could be, it could be the greatest hold of all time. <laughs>
1: Uh, Fafita must – Fafita's averaged like 98 in that period. You didn't know him, Chris, and about 68 yep. in the period that you have, the periods that you yep. have.
2: Yeah, yeah, brutal. That's definitely it. Like, yeah, I had I had the wrong one, Dan. It's definitely the Fafita trade.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move on to the 2023 potties, uh, the Time Honored Awards for uh, NRL Supercoach. Uh Obviously our inaugural awards, but we'll, we'll still go with Time Honored. Um, how are we going to do this? Am I just going to read out the nominations and we're just going to have a bit of a chat about it Or, Yep. Perfect. All right. Uh, so our first potty is the most improved super coach player. Uh, and the nominees are Chance Nickel cookstar Jermaine Asako, Sean Johnson, Bryce Cartwright, and Reese Walsh. That's a pretty hot field, Tubes.
4: Yeah, I think this was this was sparked by our conversation last week where you nominated one of those players as the best super coach player um, of the season uh, in chance. Chance. Yeah. Um, and, but it's pretty hot field. I mean, chance has had a, ha, they've all had good years. Um, my I'm putting the case forward that Sj's had the best year in terms of overperformance. He was done like not just done from a super coach perspective, but as a football perspective, there was chat at the beginning of the year that Ronald Volkman was going to start ahead of him. He was just there for morale. He signed a one year extension. He came into the year as a super coach priced at 440,000 or 440 something thousand. And he's finishing the year above 800 K and averaged, What, over 70 something for the season, and he's probably going to end up winning the Daly M medal. So I can't see how we're not going to, how he's not going to win it as a, as a, as a um, most improved player for the, Uh,
1: I, I, just away even from super coach for a minute. I can't believe SJ's come back like this. He was done. Like he's had, hasn't played this well for like what, four years?
3: I think 10.
4: I honestly think he hasn't been this good since 2011, like or 2012, like But like
1: when was but when was he like a real gun before this year?
4: 2013 when they won the World Cup. Really? like I don't think he's been that good since.
1: But he was awesome at Supercoach after that. He was all awesome at Supercoach after that.
4: Yeah, maybe. I don't
1: know. Yeah, but anyway, it's like since he joined Cronulla, like he was he was on the big on the downside down when he left the Warriors and went to Cronulla and he's got nowhere near that. Yeah. Um so oh, it's great to see him back. I hope he wins the Dallien. Um We'll see. Good good argument, though, put forward, Tube. That, that's, uh, that's swaying me a bit, I think. Uh, Jono, you uh, you want to put a case forward for
0: him no, there? I was, I was... Yeah, I, it was a good argument. But Asako and uh, Bryce Cartwright weren't first graders until until this year. So for me, I think it has to be one of those guys who've actually get, got their way into first grade. Uh, and Cardi was... Tubes, you were saying one of your SJ arguments was you went from 400k to 800k. Cardi's gone from like 220k to in the 700s at one stage. So purely on a financial basis, it's a pretty strong case there as well.
3: Yeah, particularly pre-season with Cartwright, I think we were all very much saying it's not going to be party time for for Cardi. Uh, you obviously didn't rate a psycho at all. Uh, chance was getting chance was getting trap thrown around. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, big big all rubbish, but all good no.
1: is wrong. Still don't, but yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reese Walsh was probably the only gun.
4: The only thing I'll say against Cardi, Jono, is is he's always been a good super coach player. He hasn't improved that. He's maybe just improved his defense a little bit, which has made him stay in first grade. Uh, and and that's got that's got him some some consistent times, which is got in the scores from a supercoach
1: perspective. Johnny, you want He's to rebut He's always had the flair. are you want to rebut that? Or can I? Forget supercoach. He hasn't been a good player. He hasn't been a good player <laughs> since 2015. Maybe 2013. Um, incredible. Anyway, the winner, mm-hmm. drum roll, please. <laughs> Cardi, oh, well done. Oh, Bryce Jews. Cartwright, most improved supercoach yes. player of the year. Much to Jubes' <laughs> to dismay. <laughs> The after the
4: party. A, right, the first, the first right in. I'll, I'll give him a potty. Send him a potty. Le'Veon! Oh. Fierce to the right! Inside! Bateman! Bateman! Yes! Yes! Canberra!
1: All right. The next award is the most overrated popular player. Very niche category here, but we'll, um, we'll go with it. The nominees are Isaiah Papali'i, Cameron Murray, Matt Burton, Reed Marnie, and Brandon the Cheese-Smith. Some truly awful seasons amongst that lot, Chris.
2: Yeah, I'll kick it off with the Cheese. Um, I, I avoided the Cheese like the plague to start the season, so I was absolutely thrilled with it. But, um, you know, it came up traps. I, I still don't think he's a hooker, and I think it's proven this year. Um, he's had injury issues. The Roots have just been going like a bastard, but, um, yeah, so many would have jumped on board and he would have disappointed so many the Chiefs. So, you know, he's got to be right up there in the reckoning for a potty here.
1: Yeah, that's fair. He's he's just – I don't know what they're going to do. I think they've got to put him back to lock. they got to figure something out because it's just not working at the moment.
3: No, not um, at all. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Dan, I think uh, all, the biggest fallen gun I mean, probably is IPAP. Like the change of clubs, just, just, just killed not good him. good enough,
3: they didn't get enough momentum. I remember Parramatta last year would just kind of you know roll through teams and then give it to IPAP down on that left edge, and he just steamroll people. Uh, I think his base. Yeah, we'll not talk about what what the uh, <laughs> well that could be too, but. Uh, Look, I, I just think he's just in a worse side, no momentum, and he's still doing a bit of base, but he's just just falling off the cliff with his attacking stats. Yeah,
1: you'd love to plot that bloke's career on a graph of the three clubs: Warriors, Eels, Tigers.
0: And It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beautiful,
1: Beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful um, normal distribution on the uh, on the x y yeah, there. And-
4: and for, and for the listeners, Matt just gave us a nice little graph with his finger on the video. But he did do a nice little audio to, to help you out there. So Thanks
1: No worries. Tubes. what do you got
4: to add here? Uh, the only thing I can add is I've owned all four of them. Like of that makes up
1: for your drinky, drinky yeah. purchase.
4: Yeah. So... Um, so any <laughs> and, and, and any of them deserve it, that's for sure. Oh god.
1: You we don't you don't have Reed you never own Reed Marty, tell me that.
3: Yeah, the big one for me is Murray. Like I think I held him instead of and got rid of Fafida. And like most people, we just waiting for so long for him to do something and he just never delivered. Like I think I ended up getting rid of him like just before the buys, I think, but he was averaging about fifty by then. Uh, so, yeah, for me, easily the most disappointing.
1: Yeah, even like I think
3: late season resurgence. A little, little bit,
1: a little bit, yeah. The, yeah. Um, will it be enough, though, to keep him away from the most over <laughs> popular player, Potty Award? Let's find out. The winner is Cameron Murray. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no more drum rolls. He did start the year 770K or something ridiculous. So.
1: 61 average. He might be a bit hard done by. There were some truly awful years in there. But yeah, I think just for his pot, I think the main thing is just how popular he was um, at different points through the season. All right. Time for the big one. The pod, the wait, wait, sorry, the mailbag bloodstock pod of the year. Um so big we had to get a sponsor for it. Um the nominees are Scott Drinkwater, Dane Gagai, Scott Sorensen, and Isaac Tungo. Stellar lineup there. I think the most interesting name on that list is Scott Sorensen. Like, he has never been relevant. And, um, Jono, he's just, and I like, he only came on my radar at about round 22, and he's averaging like in the 60s.
0: I don't know what I'm adding about Scott Sorensen or any of them, except for the one man who we know is going to win the award, but I'll try and make a weak case. When Scott Sorensen got in there, (laughs) we all thought that he was only there for a couple of weeks holding time. Had a really big game against the Roosters where he went off and we scored a couple of meeties. Uh, and we all said, yeah, don't bring him in because it's not going to last. But it did last and credit to him. He looks like an absolute gun on that edge now.
1: Yeah, complete beast. Um, I'll just give a shout out to Dan Gagai. I owned him when he was in very big pod territory and as I mentioned earlier, sold him to Cody Walker. Disappointingly, no, just... Nearly bought him back last week, <laughs> but bought Cooler instead. Um, Dan, did you want to add anything to that?
2: Can I, can we just get a cool – can we get a cool account?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it started off down here and then it went
3: <laughs> – Almost as many, many, school almost so count's almost a up like to how many points he scored last week. Like, you <laughs> yeah. play 80 minutes, you're a worker. You're going to jag some tries on that left edge. So, uh, I mean, we just didn't see him being the 80-minute guy, Jono.
0: I just want to quickly swerve to Isaac Tongo. What's he doing on this list? He played 13 games this year. Well, why is Isaac Tongo up for pot of the year?
4: All right, I'm going to announce the winner here. All right, you announce like the winner, Tubes, and then, and then who the winner is yeah, uh, we know who the winner of pot of the year. Quick little drum roll. <laughs> uh, he, he, he scored 124 on the weekend. He's averaging 86, and I don't think until the last couple of weeks he ever got above 20% <laughs> ownership uh, for the top players. He's got three
1: uh, or, or affectionately known as <laughs> Drinky Pod on this pod. I, I think just Drinky. I don't think anyone ever called him Drinky Pod, did they?
4: <laughs> drinky just, Boy. piss me. I'll, uh, drinky's getting a potty. I'll nah, set one up to
1: there's, it. There's no doubt about this one. This was the most clear-cut award, I think, of the night. Um, the best thing about drink water Tubes, and I mentioned it before, was he was such a good pod that you literally couldn't buy him in. Um, he was too expensive. So everyone who jumped on him at the right week in round 13, maybe around 14, got handsomely paid, um, and he was without a doubt the pot of the year. Um, well, that's it for the potties. Um, our winners, Bryce Cartwright, Cameron Murray, and Scott Drinkwater will go down in um, Supercoach Community podcast, podcast folklore um, and looking forward to the 2024 potties already. All right, this is it. Our final segment of the year um, all comes down to this. Tubes' Mailbag, sponsored by Mailbag Bloodstock, 2.5% share in a thoroughbred racehorse. Now, we've got a very, very exciting announcement tonight. Um, I was on to Chief Baggy today, Jack Dickens, and he has said that the winner of this prize will have their choice between uh, King Sirius, who is a three-year-old star witness gelding, half-brother to Umgawa currently in training with Troy Leon and Troy Corsons at Flemington, and hopefully we'll see him at the races soon. Or a two-year-old Nakoni filly with Simon Zara um, loosely from the family of Nature Strip, and uh, she's currently spelling. So you get your pick out of those two horses. It's going to be very, very close. Uh, Dicko's advice is it's a coin flip. So uh, just very excited that, that one of our um, avid listeners is going to win this prize. and can't thank Mailbag Bloodstock enough for their support in 2023. With that, I'm going to throw to Tubes. Uh, Tubes, this is your Mailbag segment. Uh, bring us home.
4: Yeah. Um. So the what we've done is we've basically got one of those little wheel of names uh, going on my computer. We've put every single person that's contributed a question um, in. And for those that entered multiple questions, you've, you've got, a couple of chances. Um, we are. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna do a bit of a live on the show spin. And if you're the winner, uh, reach out to us on Twitter or WhatsApp, and we'll pass on the details as to how you can get in, in touch with uh, Mailbag Bloodstock to to make your decision for those two awesome. Um, Phillies. I do like the name King Sirius, though, so I'm probably I'm probably tipping into that one.
1: As yeah, well. it's 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 ready to race soon.
4: Yeah, I'm with um, you.
1: I just can't wait to see which one they pick, and it'll definitely be the wrong one.
4: <laughs> all right, I'm about to spin. Attention. Can... <laughs> uh, contribute. A... Philip from Cronulla. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. had multiple entries coming in, so I'm not surprised. Not surprised. He
1: had, he had the most entries. <laughs>
4: yeah. Philip from Cronulla, welcome. Very avid listener.
1: Oh, well uh, done, Philip. Also, aka Buzz, aka uh, uh, I don't know what his other aka is, but he's a, he's a he's been a massive supporter of the pod, and I'm glad to see him win it. Um, it's not big big. Buzz. Big racing fan, not the real buzz. No, 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 definitely clarify that. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, Well done out there. Philip from Cronulla. Um, I'm looking forward to the feedback that I get once he listens to the pod tomorrow, um, gents, that'll see us out how good getting all sorts on, even though tubes wasn't happy with my handling of keeping the pod on a leash half at half time, but I think we've come (laughs) through all right. We've kept it under an hour, (laughs) um, been a good way to round out the year. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, big thanks to Chris and Jono for their help during the year. I don't think I could have done this pod every week. <laughs> Certainly not me and Tubes. We probably would have killed each other by now. <laughs> <I'm laughs> Go close a few times my steak
4: tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, steak dinner. Oh, your steak dinner that'll come. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, it's been a great year, and uh, hope hopefully we'll be back for next year. I don't see why not. Um, so yeah, Dan london every every what day is it over there tuesday morning absolutely you've jumped on so thank you it's been a great year yep he's uh he's checked out a (laughs) month ago checked out a month ago that's all right uh jono thank you very much for the year you did a great job stepping up to the plate hosting tubes ah hang on hang on chris thank you for your contribution this year no thanks, Matty. Thanks,
2: boys. I'm um, I'm very keenly looking at that uh, contributors trophy. Obviously, um, a big race between you and Tubes for the big gong. But uh, I reckon there, I reckon there's still a place on the podium for, for myself over decent wow. with my with my 12 and a half players this week. So we'll see good. how we go. Good <laughs> with luck thanks, with boys. that, boys. Been a pleasure.
1: Good luck with that, Tubes. It's been great. We've butted heads, but we've got to the end. Well done. Yeah,
4: it's you've a
1: had a good year. year. You've had a good year.
4: Uh, yeah well i will we'll see by the end of this week the people aren't going to hear about it but when i come over the top of you after this week I know <laughs> um and then just to shout out if anyone uh nfl season's kicking off next week reach out to the pod pod on twitter or whatsapp if you yeah big time if you keen to be part of our pod pod <laughs> fantasy nfl fantasy comp um yeah but what a beauty
1: dan you're back thanks for the year buddy
4: no, oh, he again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a
1: very a very apt way to finish the year. That's all good. All right. Best of luck. Best of luck to all super coaches in round twenty seven and uh and we'll see you in twenty twenty four. Thanks, guys.